Which sometimes bird kills trees. And sea creatures. Sorry, Nemo. Fern Gully. Fern Gully. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie in a long time. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't know how to start this one. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going because like, nothing went on for this weekend at all. Not really? Well, my, uh, actually, I know how to snippets. start this one. Sure. All I did was play Starfield when I wasn't playing Destiny with you. (laughs) 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 I mean, that's quite literally all I did. If I got a chance to play, I was on Starfield. But we went to the Children's Museum in Boston on Saturday. Ooh. Actually, that was pretty cool. Uh, uh, Well, it's not about me. Amelia loved it. Lauren, apparently they have like a little baby area where they can crawl around and play with sensory stuff too. So Lauren had a blast with the babies in there. No shit. Okay. I was overwhelmed. (laughs) There's so yeah. many damn, like, pe- just people. There's so many bodies there. And the thing that frustrates me the most is, mm. sure, it's a place for kids to have fun, but if you're not parenting your kid and they're just being little shits, you got to step in and do something. I have to agree with that much. Yeah, not much Pe- of that going on. No. People think it's an amusement park, but they're kids. Exactly. That's yeah. that's what it seemed like and felt like. We are not a fan. Museum itself was cool, though. Then oh, we yeah. got ice cream and sat by the river. I was because uh, I know Callie's been wanting to bring him to uh, bring him uh, often, but I was like, will he do well? Is it really appropriate for him right now? Yeah, absolutely. At this age, they have a whole last... Arthur place and construction stuff. Like he can sit in a bobcat. No shit. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to send you some pictures from it so you can see. Okay. Give yeah, us yeah. some. Give us some to do at some point. Yes. I don't know how much it was, but if you guys have a library card, you can get like some sort of discount on the tickets as well. I know Callie and Sawyer do, so it should should be able to. Get one. They're free, and they're worth it. I'm trying to remember. Is it reciprocal? Uh, reciprocal? The... Oh, my God. The, the Zoo membership that we have... Um, there's a program that the a whole bunch of zoos do across the country, mm-hmm. and different. And it's not just zoos. Um, they their memberships work with each other so that they oh, they, they all help each other I gotcha. out type of thing. So if right, you have a membership right. at one, yeah, that membership is reciprocal in another one, or right. at least yeah, like fifty percent off type of thing. That's kind of like state parks and stuff. Yeah, same idea. Yeah, I gotcha. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look into that because I think that might be. But then again, I also thought the aquarium was like that, and I'm like, wait, no, <laughs> two completely different things. The New England Aquarium, yeah, no, not the same. <laughs> we have a separate. All good. We have a separate membership for that. Hmm. I would ask you how you had fun, or did you have fun this weekend? But I know what was up with you so i imagine you were going stir crazy <laughs> yes very much so i can Sorry, only man. i can only watch so much anime <laughs> i need human interaction <laughs> you had plenty of video games yeah but the carpal tunnel kills me so i don't want to overdo yeah, it yeah. Even i got with the shots it still flares up uh-huh especially lately so i'm like fuck oh really lately yeah ouch yeah so I'm like, well fuck. 
let's make it worse. We're going to play some more Destiny tonight <laughs> since it was reset. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll handle it. I'll okay. probably be, I'll cry. Yeah, but we'll I'll only play for a couple hours anyway. Then we'll go to bed. <laughs> I got to work tomorrow. Well, lucky you. What do you mean lucky me? Lucky you. Trade me I'm... places. Okay. You're in quarantine still. You can't. Or else I'd say, okay, let's do it. <laughs> I need human interaction. What do you call this? It It, it is. It's a good situation. Okay. <laughs> Listen, when I'm yearning for a hug from my wife and my son. Oh, don't, don't put it like that. That sounds so sad. <laughs> it is. I'm like, holy Aww. shit. This is, this is flashing back to when I was in the hospital for a week. I'm like, what the fuck? You, this year just sucks. Yes, it does. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Oh, my God. Are you going to be okay? Can you make it till the end of the year? I hope so. Uh, me too. <laughs> Maybe I'll take what I threatened you with seriously and actually talk to Kelly about a Series S for you. Oh, Jesus. Listen, I, my my wish this year is to make it to at least see the birth of my daughter. <laughs> I, I, I want that milestone at least. That's coming up quick. Jesus Christ, you ain't kidding. Holy shit. Callie's you guys feel ready yet? Never. No. But Callie's already getting into nesting mode, so I'm like, fuck. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> well, that's she giving you tasks to do, too? Well, what the plans were before I got... And, uh, to not... Um, derail the the conversation anymore um the the whole idea for this long weekend that just went by was to uh fix the shed because i just been finished putting in shelves so we can move start moving the totes that we had in our house from her from her classroom to put in there so that she can finally get the the uh our bedroom ready for the baby get uh, get the plywood that night is when I start. Uh, that night is when I started to get uh, started getting the fever. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> then I got the dreaded news the next day: COVID positive. Yay! <laughs> Fuck COVID. At, at least you're feeling better now. Oh yeah, absolutely. After uh, after a night's sleep, the fever and the fever was gone. I'm basically fine. It's phlegmy. The worst I've been is phlegmy, basically. Yeah. Um. Sinus shit sucks. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just a regular cold sinus, any kind of sinus pressure or cold or head cold stuff, just it sucks. Oh, absolutely. I'm just uh, I and fing fingers crossed. Knock on wood. I'm sure. That, uh, I don't know if that's wood or not. Um, <laughs> well, given the whole chest thing, it could it, it could have been a lot worse. I'm like, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was one of their big one of the the doctor's biggest worries when I was going in, and I had the clots that were like. Oh, uh, did you just recently t test positive for COVID? I'm like, no. Last time I had it was over a year ago. So I'm like, fuck. <sighs> All right. No more crap until next year. Yeah, I know, right? All blue skies and sunshine now. <laughs> Please, for on your own both, sake. On both sides. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we talked about playing Destiny, and then we got into sad news, and you want a hug, and I wish I could do that for you, but I can't. But do you want to talk about new stuff so we can play? 
Yeah, why not? Okay. Well, Uh-oh. let's just introduce the episode. Yes. Don't say it. I forgot. Hang on. <laughs> I think it's 42. Yes, it's 42. Yay! I was going to take a guess, but I'm like, I don't trust myself. <laughs> All right. Rainbow Pack Podcast, episode 42. I am Adam and I'm roasting. Because <laughs> it's fucking hot. <laughs> and I'm Mike and... I'll think of some type of joke, I guess. Okay. You're pale. You're wearing a white shirt. You've been inside all day. You're not allowed sunshine. That's the best I got. <laughs> uh, I think I... Did I mention this already? Like, I didn't mention it when we started recording, but I don't want to make this the Starfield episode, considering that's all I've been playing, and I am... I hit that point where I'm like, okay, I love this game, and this is all I want to do right now. <laughs> so I, I will hold on to that for a little while. We'll get to that. Let's talk about fun stuff first. I was going to say, when we were on the bad, new, bad news train, why, why don't we just go with mm. the... Uh, what, the first time we're shutting down Volition? Yeah. That's... I think I sent that to you when it happened, too, right? Yeah. You, you sent me the yeah. message as soon as, it, as soon as you saw it. That's really sad, too, because they've been around for 30 years, and now that uh, Embracer... Since that... Again, fallout from that $2 billion deal for them. They're restructuring, and Volition didn't make the cut. Or I guess they got cut. So the studio is no more after 30 years with all the games that they put out. And they, and like, to their credit, they took some swings, and none of them, they didn't really pan out sometimes. Like, um, they, they didn't want to do Saints Row anymore after 4. Mm-hmm. Like, the mainline Saints Row games that they made, even Get Out of Hell, which was like a like a DLC standalone kind of game. Mm-hmm. Those were excellent. They were great. I, they knew how to do like campy, goofy, funny shit with a GTA twist or GTA yep. with a goofy, funny twist. Yeah. And they did it great. But then they wanted to pivot and like they did agents of mayhem, which was like one foot in the saints row area, one foot in the third person action kind of category. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't gel. Well, it felt really weird. Yeah. But I thought it was a cool swing. You know, they were trying something. Right. Uh, I think if they gave it a little more, it caught, it could have worked because there was some decent stuff there. Um, and then they rebooted fucking New Saints Row, and that was pfft. so. But there was a lot, dude. They've been around for a while and made a lot of games, which I should have listed. But they they've done a lot, and uh, a lot of people were just like sharing fond memories of like games that they grew up with that Volition made and stuff that they've experienced or shared with other people, mm-hmm. and. Volition actually acknowledged that. Besides their first message that they put out saying, hey, we're disbanding, you know, we got cut, not much we can do, thanks for all the time that you had. After they read all the stories from people, they, like, put out another message and was like, it's really heartwarming to see all these stories from everybody and things like that, and thanks for sharing your stories about our games throughout the years. It really means a lot. And then we'll see you around. And that's it. It sucks, and... It goes to show the other side of the coin of what we what we've been talking about with all these major mergers. Bad side of business. Basically, like yeah, you have you have the you have the good shit that's going on with Microsoft and all that, and it's all fine. It depends on who you talk to about that, because some people say it's not good. For the most part, it looks like a good deal, and it's going—it's working well for Microsoft in this situation. There, but 
course, to also show, Embracer Group, they were also another major player at that point. Got way too ambitious and are got I agree fucked. with that statement right there. They were really ambitious. It was like, I'll take that and that and that and all these ones too. What are we going to do with this? Right. And then they put all their eggs in one basket and the hole fell out of the bottom of the basket, so... And to be honest, that pro this particular scenario probably should have been should have been the biggest worry people ha would have had between the Microsoft and the Blizzard um, merger. It shouldn't have been the other shit that they were worried about. Yeah, I dude, I never even considered that until you mentioned it. What if part of this billion dollar deal they started axing some studios that they bought previously, just yeah. to like make up the difference or whatever? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt stuff like that happen. It's not the first time I sincerely time hope done that, that doesn't happen. I don't see it happening because it seems like Microsoft's just like the tentpole for them. Yeah. They're just supporting the studios and the studios are doing their own thing. Yeah. But I, I really hope that come October, if the agreement goes through and they're able to purchase them, that that does not happen. We're just going to have to wait and see. No, but it looks but it looks like uh, we might be getting that uh, that break sooner than than we expected. What do you mean? Remember oh oh time? oh the the video game yeah. the video game break. How we talked about maybe we should take a break or uh -huh. we were discussing that. We may not have a yeah, choice. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, but it's like it's from what I read about this, it's probably going to hit like the bigger name studios like I was expecting. Mm -hmm. the ones that don't have to rely on this sort of talent are going to be fine. Mm. It's just the ones that rely on the stuff from Hollywood is not going to work out, or anyone that's part of SAG-AFTRA right. not going to be able to work. Anyway, what we're getting at is that SAG-AFTRA voted unanimously to send interactive media, which is video games, strike authorization to vote for members, or two members. It doesn't mean that a strike is going to happen in the video game industry yet, but it does mean that the National Board of Video Games, or whatever it is, can declare a strike if video game companies fail to negotiate uh, fairly with these studios. And to add clarity, if you guys don't know, already we've uh, SAG-AFTRA has been in a strike on the film side for... The better part geez. of a year now. Yeah, holy crap, it's been that long. It's been a year, like, since the strike proper started. Yeah. Uh, it's been a few months since the actors have joined the strike now. Yeah, and it looks like video games may be next on that list. Because yeah, the actors started back in April, isn't it? Something like that? Uh, I mean, no. that sounds right. I was going to say, like, May. It, it May was... I want to say, say it was um, uh, around the time of the premiere of Oppenheimer. Oh, so it was more recently then. Yeah, because the because the You're um, right. You are right. So July-ish, I think. July yeah. August. Because it was during it the strike the strike was announced during the I think the red carpet premiere and then the actors yep. just walked right off. Yep. You are absolutely right. Yep. <sighs> well, just for a little more insight as to what this means for the video game industry, um from the article I read from SAG-AFTRA specifically, they said in preparation for the union's forthcoming, forthcoming, 
it's late. <laughs> Forthcoming <laughs> bargaining dates with sig. I can't read tonight. Signatory video game companies that includes Activision Productions, Blindlight LLC, which I don't remember who that is. Uh, Disney Character Voices Inc. Electronic Arts is in that group too. Of course, Epic Games and like WB Games is there too. I've heard of VoiceWorks Productions, but I forget what they did. Insomniac, mm -hmm. they work with Spider-Man. Um, Take Two, mm -hmm. they get a lot of SAG after uh, voice actors working for them. Uh, Formosa, which I haven't heard of before either. Ooh, know what I just thought about? What's that? Spe especially with the the most recent announcement, How is this gonna, is this going to affect Destiny? Um, I don't think it will. The only thing, well, a lot of that work is already done. Like a lot of the stuff that we play now has been worked on and finished months in advance, usually. Yeah. So Nathan Fillion, all of his voice work for Kate is probably all finished by now. So if they do go on strike, then he's safe. Actually, he's probably part... Oh, that's confusing because he's an actor too. And if he's part of SAG-AFTRA, then do they do this before or after that for him to do the voice work? Uh-huh. And, uh, and then not only that, think about the... Granted, I guarantee Lance was part, a part of the, the, yeah. uh, the union, but his replacement... But what about Keith David? Yeah. Yeah. My man. Guaranteed, he hasn't uh, he hasn't started uh, started his recordings yet, unless they immediately had him start working. Maybe, but again, you got to you have to wonder if he's part of SAG or not. I would assume. I would assume so. See, I would too, because he is an actor. He's a voice actor, but he's also an actor actor. Right. Now, is that two different memberships, or is that under because they're both SAG? They're both SAG. Uh, you can be one without the other. SAG after it, uh, they joined together to make one group because it was SAG and then something else. Yeah. And then they just got together and was like, we'll just take care of everything. Right. Hmm. I would. I couldn't imagine doing if you're doing both sides. Uh, both. Uh, both sides of the spectrum, you're being part of one union and not the other. Now, as far as I know, if you're on, well, the voice act. There's um a couple different. Anyway, we've got SAG-AFTRA is like, it encompasses all of Hollywood and like the actors and the writers and stuff like that. But there's also like the Writers Guild and there's a Voice Actors Guild as well. I don't know if those are part of SAG too or not. But um, as far as I'm aware, if you're SAG, they usually like that covers you. And then those actors can become voice actors and do other things. If you are strictly a voice actor, I'm not sure if that allows you to be in SAG or not, or if you have to have on-screen appearances for stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That would be that'd be interesting to find out. Yeah. I guess I got some research to do. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to figure out what kind of games are going to be hit. Well, what studios are going to be hit and like who uses what kind of actors. Right. And even then, all that, that's if they even use, uh, use the strike. Because they haven't You're right. They if, haven't... if they even strike at all. It's right. just a it's just a formality saying, hey, if this doesn't work out for you, you have all the right in the world to strike, and we're behind you. Because for, for all we know, the video game industry could be looking at it and be like, oh, fuck. The other, the other side, the other strike is getting, getting screwed left and right, and they, they've dug their heels. Let's not fuck with this right now. Yeah, but it it's well. 
I guess it's a matter of how you look at that too, because it's it's the the Hollywood elites who are refusing to budge and pay the people their fair wage, whereas game studios and stuff could see that and be like, yeah, we're not assholes. We need these people to make this work, so we're gonna work with you. Right. But some of those some of those assholes that aren't working on, aren't willing to work on the other line are some of these same assholes, like Warner Brothers and Disney. <laughs> And Universal. Yeah, I'm. Mm, yeah, I guess that is true, but I don't know how far removed they are from the video game industry themselves. Mm. Like, sure, they allow those game studios, like for WB Games or whatever, direct access to certain IPs from Hollywood and whatnot. Right. But, like, are, is it still separate or are they, like, closely tied together? That one I don't I would... know. I would think that, at least like the Disney character voices Ink one, I I, I that would that's straight fairly, up Disney. <laughs> yeah, that's that's theirs. It's their subsidiary. Like, it's one of their subsidiary companies, so that they're not looking like a giant freaking monopoly or whatever. Yeah, and like my line of thinking with WB, my the first thing that goes to, comes to mind is Mortal Kombat. Yeah, they're under the WB license, but do you, is the Mortal Kombat movies a WB license? Like, do they have that logo when the the movie starts? I want to say yes. I could be wrong, but yeah, I'm not sure where that lies. So I don't right. know. But I mean, they have uh, who did they have in the game as a skin for Johnny Cage and could do his voice? Was it Rob Van Dam, the wrestler? I could not tell you. Okay, <laughs> I can't remember. I'm just wondering if like. If any of those guys are protected under SAG 2 or not. Nope. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude. Uh, not Rob Van Damme. That's a wrestler. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> well, you said wrestler. I'm like... Yeah, I was wrong. It's Jean-Claude Van Damme. So, yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah, so that might be how they, like, pulled some strings and got him to do some voice and body work. Yeah. Was that a cat? Luna and Snow pissing each other off. I thought I heard him. Hey. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, only time will tell with that stuff. Hopefully it's good stuff. I'm more I'm more interested how like they're going to handle last... the AI portion. That's that's more That's also I don't want to get into that right now, but that's a <laughs> it's kind of like a different beast when it comes to video games too. I don't want to get into it right now. No, no, no we're not. We're not going to. It, it, it's, a whole, uh, it's, it's a whole other beast that's the same beast. But I'm interested in how they're going to... What agreement they Not come. entirely, though. That's the thing. It helps for, like... It helps with game development, but people don't want that. They want the people to have the jobs to make those. Now, you can utilize AI to, like... Gen that's kind of, like, what a lot of stuff does in some games. Like... When you have things that are generating, um, what am I trying to say here? Think of randomized dungeons. It's kind of like a rudimentary AI working on the game where it's generating something from a set of information for you to play through. You program that set of information into the game so that way it has these building blocks to create the thing. It's not pulling it from anywhere else. It's just using information that it's being given to do so. If you expand that to you as AI and give it a bigger pool to work with, you can get a lot more permutations of different things to keep it fresh every single time. 
You can also apply that to like AI work for NPCs where you're encountering different NPCs all the damn time in different games. Right. I don't want to go any further than that. That was just a big no, no, mess. No. <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't I wasn't trying to. I was just like once no, I I, I'm curious as to how where they're going to end up in that situation as far as the agreements go because I'm very curious as to how they're going to use that technology. Right. Because of the shit that you're talking about. I will say that there's there is some pushback from like quote unquote gamers and stuff like people who are in the know about this stuff. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of other people who are like this can be used for good rather than evil. It's just a matter of what camp you fall under and how you would prefer to use that kind of technology. Right. And I think that's where regulations and shit like that, that the, uh, that the SEC brought up. Mm-hmm. That's what the SEC should be going after, to be honest, is that type of shit. And put there the was a judge that made a ruling that that stuff isn't copywritten either. Like if an AI generates stuff, it's not copyright. Really? Yeah. I would have to find the ruling and let you read it and figure out what his reasoning was, but just because one judge said it doesn't make it a law. Right, cuz I think I remember the whole the whole the whole precedent between why like companies aren't are knuckling down on hey, your your artist can't use the can't be using these tools to generate stuff. Like with the um, with the D&D book stuff. Mm-hmm. Where they knuckle down on that shit. Yeah, it's a hot button for a social issue, but at the same time, I guarantee you, from a legal standpoint, they're not—they're not—they're telling them, "Hey, you need to stop." It's a mess. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Hope for the best, but expect the worst. Yes. We'll see what happens. Hopefully good stuff. So there was a Super Mario Wonder Direct? You didn't remember that, Nick, last week? I forgot. That's okay. It's only like 15 minutes long. Very quick. The game looks super cute. It's very colorful, and like I mentioned last week, it looks super animated and lively. Mm-hmm. When you see it in auction, a- <laughs> when you see it in action, you're like, aww. It's cute. It looks really good. It's very cool. Uh, it's super colorful too, mm-hmm. but like it's it's really really animated. Everything moves just about. Yeah, it's cool. Meg fell in love with a new enemy called Mama. It's like the slug looking character creature that chases you along the ground and like for a short while before it gets tired and like opens its big old mouth to take a breath for a second. Because no, 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 it's I got that backwards. It chases you with its mouth open really quick for a little bit and it's pretty fast, but it'll mm-hmm. tire out and then stop for a second and need to breathe. Cool. And she, she was watching that as it chased the uh, chase toad and it stopped and she's like, Oh, it's cute. I'm like, ah. A thing with a big old mouth? That <laughs> beats me. I think the flowers are going to get annoying, if anything. Because, <laughs> like, every flower you pass has something to say, even if you can't see them on the screen. Because they showed a couple of them where, like, it was up in, like, canopies of trees, but the camera doesn't follow you up there, and they're still mm-hmm. talking to you. It's cool. Uh, on that on that topic, uh, apparently our speculations have been kind of confirmed with that. What? The, the new voice actor for Mario, they're, they're not going to be saying who it is until... No, throughout that whole direct, they didn't mention anything, but you got to hear a lot of the voice work. Yeah. 
Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the, the and what I find funny is the American president president's name is Bowser. Yeah, Doug Bowser. Why am I? Why He's didn't a cool I? dude. I just find that funny. It's hilarious, and like uh, they'll they'll do uh, when he first took over, they would use that to their advantage in some directs too, where it's like. I'm Bowser, and he's Bowser, and like it was Bowser with a tie on standing behind him and shit like that. <laughs> it was funny. Listen, they missed the opportunity Nintendo smart of having him walk to onto the. Uh, they missed the opportunity of making him wa- walk on stage with like a Bowser suit on. Um, it, he doesn't go that far, but he has like subtle nods to Bowser on like his suit and stuff before. Totes. Yeah, they do it smart. They didn't want to go the Jack Black route? No. <laughs> anyway, do you want to learn a little bit about the game, what was in the direct, or would you like to watch it yourself? Well, I, mean, I would recommend anybody watch it, if you're interested in Mario and stuff. I will I will watch it, but yes, you can give me some snippets. Okay. Just like Super Mario 3D World, you can have up to four players. Mm-hmm. There's like a health system this time, where it's like two hits and you're gone, basically, but... If you're playing with more than one person, you pop into a little bubble, and then whoever is still alive can pop your bubble and bring you back with, like, one heart or two hearts. I think it's one. Okay. So that's cool. And uh, there are eight different characters that you can play this time, up from, like, five. Okay. I think is what the original, or what 3D World was like, where you got Mario, Luigi, Toad, but this time you got two different colors of Toads. You got yellow or blue. And then, who did I say? Mario, Luigi, Toad, uh, Peach is playable as well. And then they brought in Daisy, mm. which was a new thing because one of the game's directors was like, we had to put in Daisy because I didn't want to hear my kids fight over who got to be Peach anymore. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So I was like, good reason. I like Daisy. She's cool. Uh, they have different colors of Yoshis, and they brought back the little purple rabbit character named Nabbit. Oh, and Toadette. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Apparently, Nabbit and Yoshi are the beginner mode characters. They don't take damage when they hit things and stuff like that. Uh, Yoshi can flutter, jumping it higher in the air. Yeah. Yoshi can also carry characters. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> so it was funny watching giant elephant Mario jump on Yoshi's back and then him flutter, jump away. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is elephant? Uh, it's a Mario that eats an elephant fruit and then he becomes an elephant. All the characters can do that. So yeah, that's one of the new powers. There's elephant fruit, there's bubble flower, and there's the drill mushroom. Oh, Jesus. It's cool. And they have seven areas to play this time. There's seven different worlds, and some of them have, like, open world aspects to it, where you just basically, you instead of following, like, the lines to the levels, you're just walking around in an open area, going to, like, different worlds or courses or whatever you want to call it. Yep. And you can earn badges in courses to change how some characters act or play. And Sweet. there's, like, three different flavors of badges, I guess. Okay. He's going to be fun. And it's probably going to be $70. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. How'd that make you feel? My ticker! (laughs) I don't know why, but that's funny when people call their heart their ticker. What? (laughs) Uh, 
No, I was just trying to trying to think of something something funny to say, but I drew a blank. When the ticker stops ticking, you did. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But um, since we got this direct, there's also rumors of another Nintendo direct coming, as well as a Sony State of Play in the next I don't know month at least sometime mm-hmm. in the next month. Some people were saying that we might get a direct next week. There's no word. It's just all rumors. Like one of the subreddits I read, there was rumors that there's going to be a Nintendo Direct next week with an announcement either tomorrow or Thursday. We'll see. I particularly don't know and don't subscribe to that. I like hearing it directly from sources. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But we are overdue on a state of play. Yes, we are. They're probably going to... If they do do one, I have a feeling it's going to be like Spider-Man heavy. Because that game comes out in October as well, I believe. Yes. Now what else comes oh, out shit. in October? Hang on. Before you get there, you you don't use Twitter or X.com or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But either Sony or Insomniac put out a hilarious tweet regarding Spider-Man 2. The collector's edition has a Venom statue. Mm-hmm. It's a cool looking statue. The little blurb that they put to go along with the picture was, are you ready for 19 inches of Venom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was meme to hell. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that, had, that, that had to have been completely on purpose. There's no... It was... You know what? I think it was just more of like, yeah, this sounds good. The statue is 19 inches. We got to work that into the thing. And then they put it out. It's like... Oh, we didn't think this through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, besides 19 inches of Venom, what else is coming out in October? <laughs> no! No! Oh, God. <laughs> no! See, I didn't realize what I just <laughs> Oops. I'm sticking with it. Oh, dear God. So, what about how, October? How do we go from X-rated to family wholesome? Backwards. Uh, apparently. So, what else is coming out? Get, in get us away from that. Uh, Dreamlike Valley's uh, launching a physical copy. Oh yeah, I, you know, I could not parse out exactly what you meant, but I knew what you were talking about. Dreamlike Valley. I forgot that that's what's happening. Yeah. So the. Uh... So I'm assuming that's the full game release at that point. So, like, the full main story. I, I know we got the credits with the most recent update, but, like, the game's at full release for the main base story. At See, point. that's what I'm assuming, too. But that's also, like, a weird gray area, because when you buy games now, it still prompts the game to download. It's not necessarily always on the disc. Right. So it, it might not even be the full release. It's just like, hey... Here's most of the stuff with the key to get, like, the extra stuff that they're adding to the disc. Right. But then you still have to go and download everything else. My thing about it is, is that going... Because I'm thinking it from the perspective of, like, Sawyer and with his PlayStation account. Dreamlight Valley shuts off all internet version, uh, the, the internet portion of it. Mm-hmm. So let's say you, uh, you buy it for your kid who you have parental an age restriction on. So there's no internet connection for this game. So the base game has to be able to be downloaded from the disc, be able to be played from the disc. My guess is you will get a prompt for like 
the parental controls asking you to download it or if it's okay to like usually with those things you if it didn't have you do it you should probably set up like a passcode or something so that way even if even if he finds a way to do so it'll prompt for a passcode and then obviously he won't know it so he can't punch it in oh no i have the whole playstation verification thing through my freaking phone that there's no chance yeah get so you, getting around you may get a notification saying hey this needs to download do you mm. want to allow it Right. So um, that's my assumption. The... I don't know for fact, <clears throat> but usually that's... that's how that shit works. Yeah. And then I want to say the the base the base, like all the game shit, the main game shit is downloaded on mine first, and then from there, portions off to everybody else. Uh... You know, I need to look at Dream. Oh, you know, I really need to look at Dreamlight's files. Because like all the upgrades and stuff they did do that they do, I'm assuming that it is just part of the game. Like it's fully integrated. It's not a separate download that sh- that has to be read. If that's the case, then that shit could very well be on the disc. Yeah, I think like all the main story stuff. Because like I said, the star pa- uh, when you go on to like the the kid restricted version, you don't you have access. You can't see the start path. You can't do the the moonstone stuff. You can't do yeah, like, all that premium stuff shop. is part of their service, right? Um, which means you wouldn't be able to get like the extra stuff from Wally, right? Um, everything else, I would assume, would be part of the base game at this point. Maybe they'll put out something saying, "Yeah, this is version one of the game." Finally. I could do a di- little bit of digging and find out. Right. Um, but yeah, the pre-orders, uh, if you guys don't already know, pre-orders are already out. Um, it's called the Cozy Edition. Ooh. <laughs> you, get, uh, you get some stuff that wasn't available with the Founders Packs. One of which is making me lead to believe the Founder Pack stuff is going to end up in the premium shop at some point. Uh, the cottage, because that was already in the uh, already in the premium shop for everybody else, unless they did mm-hmm. that by accident. Um, huh? But we had a ni- we had a nice little text message conversation about people's yeah, gripes about this. That was people's gripes. Personally, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's just I, to me that that screams entitlement, just because you were there at the beginning. Right, you 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 paid the money for the early access. You yeah. you bought it knowing bugs and all. You you know the terms and agreements. You got stuff for buying it early and getting in. Right, and not but to then mention people. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say not to mention the fact that like one of the biggest things that people are talking about now is like especially with the dream snaps. Some people who are just starting the game recently are seeing people using stuff from the original Star Path, like the Up Balloon. Yeah, they can't get those anymore. Because the the yeah, because the developers already said they're they're not re-releasing the Star and then or at least they already said they're not re-releasing the Star Paths. Right. And whether or not they're gonna make those items available later on have I don't know what the exact <sighs> That would be wording nuts. Is. Dude, what if they oh man, what if they took like the Star Paths and made bundles that you could buy? Like say ten, fifteen bucks, and you get everything from that star path. Right. Maybe like maybe like uh, early. Re- yeah. Do like a bu- uh, a bundle pack where like, hey, early release perks 
pay, you could pay this amount of money for all the stuff that was available during the the early release year. Year one pack, year two pack, year three pack. Then why didn't they just make that like one of the versions of the game? If this is the full release, why not say like the complete edition and you pay a hundred bucks and you get all the Star Path items and the game and this cozy shit too? I don't know. There's a plenty of different avenues they could do. They could also just be something that Disney's like, you can do this for like each of these seasons or whatever you want to call it. Right. But that's it. That's as far as it goes. Right. Because I don't, I don't see Disney giving the okay for them to re-release like the the fiftieth anniversary stuff and the hundred. You know what? If Disney's stuff. making money, I don't think they're going to push back on a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be very, uh, you'd be surprised. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, I personally am, have no uh, the gripes that we we're talking about that people were having that Adam's talking about as entitlement which I completely agree with, is the people are complaining that they have to pay full price for the physical game. Just to get the items. Yeah. I'm like, if I'm buying the physical... Specifically, there's no way to buy the Cozy Cottage stuff separately from the release of the physical game. It comes with it. And what's the irony? And they feel like if if they've been playing the game since the beginning, they deserve to buy it or they want to have it in some fashion. Well, look at my situation. I bought I bought the standard pack at the beginning, and not too long ago we ended up getting the deluxe edition. Oh, you I upgraded? I no, I paid the full thing. It made me pay the full price. Oh, I know. And I got the full. Uh, granted, I didn't get like. I still call that me... upgrading, even if you paid for uh, it. <laughs> They up yes they upgraded but I still paid the full prices if I was originally um it's not the a prorated amount to make up so the difference how, I paid how much did you spend if you don't mind saying how much was it total <sighs> fuck I don't remember uh, let me let's look it up really quick but even then with that with that stuff I knew what I was buying and then I'm if uh, I don't doubt I'm gonna see myself getting um. <sighs> getting the physical copy. One, because it's Callie's favorite game at this point. Um, mm. But, I, I, like we talked about, we like the phys- we like having the physical copies. This is more like a collector thing but for me. But the physical copy doesn't matter anymore if it just prompts you to download the game anyway. I like having something tangible, okay? No, you're, you're right. I do too. Uh, let's see, PlayStation, come on. I guess that's one of the good things about Nintendo is you buy the case with the game, you get the game, the game is on the thing that they gave oh. you. You you want to know how bad it is? What? I, was, I read an article earlier how, like, the PlayStation and the Xbox versions, you're getting a physical disc. Mm-hmm. The, the Switch version, you don't get a cartridge. What? You just you get a get- download code? You get a de- you get a bo- you buy the box and inside the box is a do- uh, is a download code. It's a waste of plastic and paper. What the hell? Uh huh. Oh my god. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised, especially since it's an online only game. You know. But that's like such a waste for the Switch. Yeah, basically, I'm like, if that's the case, just fucking make them buy. Well, then again, the the extra stuffs because it's not just it's not just the the digital stuff. You get apparently you get one of the 
you get a po you get um one of six posters with it and uh, a map of Dreamlight Valley or whatnot. I don't remember the details. But, okay, uh, so they're trying to sweeten the deal. Yeah. Okay, so the base game, uh, the base founder pack was twenty nine ninety nine. The ultimate edition was sixty nine ninety nine. So I paid a hundred bucks. Okay. And then you're gonna spend another fifty or sixty. Probably. Gross. No offense. You like it? I have no room to talk because I bought No More Heroes three different damn times, and I love that game. So I spent <laughs> easily 120 on that. But that—that's what we're talking about. Where we don't mind spending the money. Yeah, if you like uh, it, who cares? If we, we if we know what we're buying, yes. If we're getting our money's worth, yes. Yeah. It's other situations where you know it's a blatant. <laughs> Just a cash grab. Yeah. Yeah. That's when we have issues. But um, this isn't one of them. Sorry. No. Uh, it's not. Not a. It's a non-issue. So tell me guys, if this is a. Uh, go ahead. No. I'm sorry. No, I was say, no, so you, if you guys haven't no, started go. playing and want a physical copy. They're available October twenty seventh. Now I was going to ask you. Tell me if this is a cash grab or not. The hell's with the Disney Lorcana trading cards? I don't know shit about those. Ooh, that is bad. Like, I knew Explain, because I have no clue. Basically, from my understanding, Disney Lorcana is supposed to be, like... It's a trading card game. Uh, It's supposed to be along the lines of, like... Yeah. It's supposed to be, like, uh, Magic. Okay. I, I haven't got... I I wanted to get a pack. One of my well, one of my friends um, is a um, um, oh my god, a person. Yes, he's a. Per- I would hope he's a person. Okay. Uh, no, he has a, a hobby shop, oh, and okay. he he got his pa- he got his packs in early, and I saw po- him pay- playing uh, one of the vacations that he had just happened to go on vacation the week that they came in. So mm-hmm. him and his wife grabbed the pack. Brought it, uh, gra- uh, gra- each grabbed a pack and brought it with them to go uh, when they went on vacation to try out the game. Um, and it looked cool. Problem is, people are already anticipating it to be because of the way people are with the trading cards now. They were already expecting these things to be sold out before they even hit the shelves. Right. S- scalpers are buying them left and right. Um, a basic a basic starter deck. Was supposed to be like 16, 17 bucks. You try to look for them online, you're looking at least 30 bucks. Jeez. Uh huh. Um, I will so, say, like, cards in general, like, even like baseball, basketball, hockey cards, as well as like trading card games and other things like that, are like everybody's trying to buy up all they can now lately. It's ridiculous. I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> they they do realize this. Uh, I I understand this stuff's gonna get expensive. The this stuff is going to get rare, but especially the older. My stuff. question is why this? Why is this such a sought after thing right now? Because it's Disney. That's it. It's I, not I, that I, it's a good card game where like there's certain cards that are just OP and people want them. It's just because it's Disney. It's a shit reason though. <laughs> It is a shit reason, but look at people. But, who I mean, it's Disney. There shit are sells. people. There are people that would go before they put started putting restrictions on shit. There were people that would physically go to the parks, waiting four or five hour lines and clear shelves, 
yeah. to get freaking popcorn buckets that were, if you buy them in the park, 20, 30 bucks, go to sell them online for like a couple thousand. Yeah. It's like Beanie Babies all over again. Yeah, exactly. That's showing our age. It's fu- It's fucked up. Dude, I got a story about that really quick. Huh. When I did like, at our babysitter's house who did the newspaper route that I talked about way long before... They were super into, like, the whole collecting and looking for specific Beanie Babies and shit. They would wake up at 3 or 4 in the morning to go somewhere, stand in line to get specific ones so they can put it in a glass box and keep it and sell it later. They were hardcore. Fuck. Yeah. I'm I'm about collecting, but not that that kind of collecting. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Power to you if you make money from it. No. Sorry. (laughs) Too much. If I'm collecting, it's because I'm obsessed with something. As you can tell, where I have a whole wall of Kingdom Hearts pops, and mm-hmm. my whole side is Star Wars mem- stuff. <laughs> so, hey, can, can I can I make you mad? Sure. I can I can do it two different ways, and I, I don't know which one is going to be more fun. And I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> uh, no, we, you're we not. The like... fact that you're using <laughs> the fact that you're using the word. <laughs> Which one's going to be more fun? Means you're not sorry at all. I love you. Sorry. <laughs> what okay. is it? Uh, let's just rip the Band-Aid then. We got off PlayStation too quick. How do you feel about them increasing their prices by about 33%? Fuck PlayStation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all the more like, reason to get that Series S for you. I'm not... I... I'm not against price, price increases. Everybody else is going up and I, I get that. But the jump is... It's steep. Holy fuck. This is also... I saw a lot of people talking about this, like, saying it's hearkening back to PlayStation 3 era Sony, where they're really arrogant with their prices. It was like, yeah, it's this. You'll buy it. Who cares? (laughs) Case in point, PlayStation Portal. Yeah. Who's that for? Nobody. I don't fucking (laughs) want it. Fuck that shit. But yeah, they're, they're increasing... PlayStation Plus prices. Basic tier is going from sixty to eighty. The I... middle tier is going from a hundred dollars to a hundred and thirty-five. And the premium ultimate top tier, whatever you want to call it, is going from one twenty to one sixty. That hurts. And I, I bought that one. You got in on the ground floor though, but when you uh, re-up for the next one, it's gonna hurt. Uh huh. Sorry, man. If you break it down, it's like sixteen bucks a month, and given what it yeah, is. Yeah, but if you pay I, monthly, it's a lot more manageable than just saying, "Oh, shell out two hundred dollars for a year." Oh, I'm sure. The, I believe the monthly prices are, are, are steeper because I think the the one sixty is like it's paid in full price, but at the same time, that's a big jump going from one twenty to one sixty. Yeah, I would understand. Okay, let's do twenty dollar increments over the ne- over the next year or so. I, I I wouldn't be against that. That's fine. I'm wondering what they're trying to offset with the price increase. The fucking that they're gonna get, they got from the the Call of Duty deal. Jesus. Maybe. <laughs> okay, let's keep this train rolling. Aren't you excited about the Stray movie? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> People like the game, man. Enough for there to be a fucking movie? <laughs> uh, apparently. <laughs> Dude, you have I, two cats now, and you don't like cats? What's wrong with cats? I like cats, but I ain't gonna watch a movie about my fucking cat. 
<laughs> a day in the life of snow. Listen, the little asshole shat in my bed the other day. I'm good. <laughs> so, I, I the only thing I know about the movie is that it's it's not going to be live action or anything. It's supposed to be... Um, uh, whoa, I just lost my words. What was I saying? It's supposed to be animated, right? Uh-huh. Tell me. I want you to read the title that you put in here. The title that, that yeah. the article used, I did not. <laughs> okay. Was a beloved That's 2022 fair. video game is being turned into a movie, and uh-huh. it's a perfect choice. Yeah. <laughs> and in the capital, I put next to it, blah. <laughs> How's that make you feel reading that? Exactly that. Blah. Okay. I want to vomit, okay? I'm, I'm like I said, I've given this game shit. I've never played it. it I, I don't plan on it. Oh, it's being made by Annapurna Animation. Okay. So it's just basically their other arms taking it as like, hey, this did well. Let's turn it into a movie. That's cool. Because Annapurna Pictures, um, they funded mm-hmm. a lot of like uh, really cool indie video game stuff. So the okay. fact that they funded this game was like, hey, a lot of people liked it enough. Let's turn it into a show or a movie or whatever. And they're taking it and putting it into their other arm. That's cool. Famous last words. Why do you say that? Hmm, let's see. Final Fantasy, Twisted Metal. Hey, Twisted Metal is actually a pretty decent show, apparently. Still oh, haven't dude. watched it, but people are I saying have, it's good. I haven't watched it either. So. <laughs> and to to be the contrarian to your point, Last of Us was a good show. It was also a good game. <laughs> yeah. You're saying Final Fantasy is not a good game? Final Fantasy was a good game. Okay, then. But it made a shit You're talking movie. about the... Yeah, but like that has nothing to do with Final Fantasy. They strayed way too far from that. World of Warcraft had a movie, and apparently that was decent, too. Uh, I didn't watch it. I don't know. <laughs> I watched it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's all for you. You have fun with that. I'm going to take you out and go watch it when they put it out. <laughs> Fuck that just one of those continuing things fine you can take me to that movie but you have to buy me dinner first sure where you want to go somewhere expensive okay so i can yak it all up (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. tell me how you really feel why don't you oh jesus you said it right snow meow get down i I didn't even pick that up But yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do I got before? Oh shit! One of your one of your articles is this the um? Are these the two guys that like walked out with suitcases of magic cards during like the event? I think so. I don't think it, uh, from what I was reading in the article, it might be the same one, but it's not that it was suitcases. Basically, they uh, they uh, they stole a pallet. They were working the event. They stole a pallet. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. They yes. hit it. They hit it behind a curtain or something. Something ridiculous, and then later went went by with a doll. Uh, later in the day, went with a dolly, unpacked the pallet, and uh, loaded up into the back of an SUV. Mm-hmm. And then they Wait. returned it later on too. I saw an article like that they had returned the cards, or they showed back up, or something. No, the. I don't know if they returned it, but I know I know it's been seized as evidence, though. 
So they they had like video footage uh, from what the article was saying. The they actually had like video footage of these guys doing everything. Right. When uh, after... not to when there's cameras all over the place. Oh fuck yeah! But holy shit, three hundred thousand dollars worth of magic cards. Fuck. You guys are screwed. Yeah. Like I've said before, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Uh huh. Because it's if they're found guilty of... from the floor yeah. of the Indiana Convention Center, brought to a parking garage where they were stashed before ending up in New York City, where they had since been recovered. And so it's they not can... that they—it's not that they were returned; they were just recovered in New York. Yeah. And the cards are expected to be used as evidence. Well, no shit. That also, mean, that also means that shop owner ain't gonna get shit for it. <laughs> ain't gonna get it, uh, any of that back. Hopefully, it gets returned. But you're right. They're gonna hold that. They're gonna hold that shit in evidence, just in the, just in the chance that there's ever a rebuttal type of thing, and they ain't gonna get shit back. Um, but yeah, the fact that they hopefully they that dude's got insurance. Basically, I would hope so. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, these guys are facing one to six years in prison and a $10,000 fine. Each. Well, so. don't be fucking stupid. I, I agree, 100%. You might, not, you might like this next one. Uh-oh. I don't think I will. It's... An, it's why? It's I, I don't know, alley. it depends on... It's Starfield. Which, well, which... Okay, I thought you were going to talk about the GameStop one. If you want, there's a, apparently a way to level up fast in the game. I haven't figured it out. What is it? Because I'm enjoying just exploring. <laughs> <laughs> Have sex daily. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard about the buff, but I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, apparent. Apparently, you get like a fifty percent XP boost for like the next twenty four minutes after having sex with your partner. 15 or 50? Because it sounded like no. you said 50. Uh, 15, 1, 5. Okay. Sorry, I'll enunciate next time. Only 24 minutes, though? That's not very long. Well, how often, how often that's do you enough to time sleep? to run through a base. Because right. I don't think the time counts when you're like fast traveling between planets and stuff. It's only mm. like active time. Yeah. So if you fast travel to some mission on a base or something and you run through it and killing everybody and then you get a lot of experience. Yeah. Not bad. Still yeah, haven't done that with any of my companions yet though. I'm still working on raising their uh their friendship level or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that that's the ca that's the caveat. You can't get what it's not one night stands, that's not possible in the game. Yeah. You have to get married to them first, then have sex with them. Uh, phew, I'm nowhere near that yet. <laughs> <laughs> so so that answers my question. I'm like, uh, how easy is it to, to build up that relationship? Is it worth the buff? Uh, well, depending on the character and your choices and what you're doing and stuff and how long they're with you, it works pretty well. Hmm. Um, but I'm I'm still working on it. And I've put in at least like 10 hours now. <laughs> so, yeah. Low enough hours that it may, it may be a nice thing to pick up. But I guarantee <laughs> you after like... 50 or so hours into the game, I'm like, fuck that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but it's so much fun. <laughs> hey, somebody else has, apparently somebody else has our same um, has our same um, oh my god. 
Use them words. Fuck. Apparently, sharing our same sentiments. Yeah, about physical copies, but for different uh-huh. reasons. <laughs> so yeah, I, I kind of read through a little bit, and I'm like, I get what you're saying, man, but you sound like a dick. <laughs> you thought you thought you were being smart, but no. <laughs> what we're talking about is, um, uh, uh, oh my god, because on, of Apple being forced to shift their their systems from using their light their sole lightning cables they have to adopt the USB-C charging system uh, uh, per a uh, oh my god a push from the European Union mm-hmm. so that Pro- people huh? I was going to say proprietary hardware doesn't really work unless you're like the market leader on stuff and you don't have a choice right exactly so the uh, it's basically to help mitig- uh prevent people from having to buy separate stuff to just uh, to drive uh, to charge their devices bring down uh, uh, bring down waste shit like that USB-C I... is being widely adopted in a lot of electronics too and like just the fact that it's universal on the end is great oh absolutely but you're right it does reduce waste and stuff like that as well um and, and and it was and they must have been doing this for they must have been doing the production for a while because Callie's uh, laptop that she had gotten for her birthday already had already has the new USB C port. It's not the Lightning anymore. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, no. Um. The the person who congratulated that was the CEO of GameStop. Uh, his exact words were "big win for consumers." Cohen, uh, when he was replying to the Apple's move to USB-C, consumers have also invested their hard-earned money into physical video games. This drive should be required on consoles. It's okay. I for disagree. You. <laughs> I disagree. That's not how things are working in the economy. Well, economy in the ecosystem these days anymore. I agree and disagree. I agree for the fact that I more of a bias because I prefer physical games. As do I. And we should be able to have the op. Granted, we should all. I also think we should have the option to be able to have backwards compatibility with our older games, so we don't have to rebuy them if we don't want to. And we do. Well, at least the Xbox does, but it's it's only last gen and it's limited to what they have from previous generations. PlayStation doesn't I do that. Yeah, sorry. That I'm aware of anyways. So the last yeah, time any, I... any Xbox one X game I can throw into my series X and play it perfectly fine. No problem. Uh, the physical disc. Yep. Okay. But as, as since we're talking about physical discs now, we already mentioned this earlier. The problem is that the game is not on the disc. It still prompts you for a download, and you have to do that and then have the game on there. It's not on the disc. It doesn't matter. It uh, when you put the old game in there, it does. It makes you download it from from the store. He, even on that old system, it still did. I'm talking about like PlayStation shit. Like play, I don't know about PlayStation. Like for me, ex, uh, I'm talking about like PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, pre. PlayStation Store shit. 
no, no, no. There was no such thing as the store back in PlayStation One. Those were on the disc. I'm saying, these days when you ha- when you buy the disc for the game, you still have to download it anyway. Right, but I'm talking I'm talking about along the lines of like backwards compa- being backwards compatible, having disc drives on the on those consoles. Right. I, some I get. I will say some 360 games will play straight from the disc. You don't have yep. to download them. Okay. So. From that sentiment, that's where I agree, where I agree. Yes, they should still have the drives, but that's more. But that's for... a very specific instance as well. Right, that's me being sentimental type of shit. Him, he's speaking from the fact that hey, I'm gonna lose my job. Give me my games back. <laughs> Can't trade a game in if it's all digital. Basically. <laughs> Yeah, it does cut into their bottom line, but I mean, you gotta evolve with the times, man. Basically, they're not really giving us a choice. Yeah. But at least, like, at GameStop, you can still buy game codes. You like, can't. You can, you can say, I want this game digitally, and then, like, they'll sell you the game code, and you just take it home and punch it in, and you got it. Yeah, but at that point, what? why the fuck am I going all the way to the store? I'll just... Why don't I just do that online, or why don't I just buy it directly out of the game store? You're right. <laughs> you are right. Why don't you? You don't have to go into the game or game store. Yeah. And by game store, I mean GameStop. Right. You don't have to go third party. You could just. Yeah. I think that's why they shifted to a lot of like physical tchotchke stuff. Right. And even then, that's only going to last. Uh, how well are they going to do with that? Probably not very well. The only reason why they stuck around was the whole, uh, whatchamacallit craze, the whole stock stuff. No. Because I'm, so, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure they have, uh, they have, like, GameStop exclusive shit, but, like, for example, most of my pop figures, I didn't, and there's no way in hell I got them from GameStop. I got them all from, basically, Hot Topic and um, uh, a collectible store that had them. Mm-hmm. And they just happen, people just happen to turn in um, the the uh, the GameStop exclusive stuff and the Wasn't Target there one exclusive. that you went and picked up at GameStop because they had it? Yes. Like recently? Uh, yes, the the recently released ones. That I, that I definitely went liar. to GameStop to pick. No, I said <laughs> I didn't get all of There was no way I would have gotten all of them from that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Bye, GameStop! <laughs> is what I'm saying. Maybe, well, that would be sucky for a lot of the employees there, but if they shifted to, like, all online digital stuff, it may help them out. I, I have a feeling that's Or just, like, be... do a warehouse style. Probably. They might do something... Worst case scenario, do something out of... Out of, like, Amazon or whatnot. Yeah. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We'll see. So we're now at your favorite part. What, bedtime? Oh, okay. You want to go to bed? Yeah, see ya. Okay. Night. <laughs> my second favorite thing. That's uh, not even my second favorite thing. It is my favorite thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I went, like... 
I was like a sine wave when it came to like Starfield and playing it. I was like, mm-hmm. I started at the top and I was like, I'm excited to play it. And then I started playing and I went down and I was like, oh, okay, hang on a second. And then it started clicking. I'm like, oh, okay, now it's going back up. Mm. And now it's just staying up there. Yeah. I love this game so much. It is all I want to play right now. It's so good. Well, give me a synopsis. Let me know what you think of the game so far. I like it. Done deal. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, the game is uh, an open critic. It's got an average score of 87 from all the reviews and everything, and it's 93% recommended. Mm-hmm. A few 7 out of 10s in there, including from Polygon and IGN. And a lot of people were upset at that 7 out of 10, but other people are like, after playing it, they understand where it's coming from, mm-hmm. even though they might not agree with the score or say that that is their own personal score from that. Mm-hmm. Um. For the game itself, through people who got early review codes and had early access to the game, like I paid into the early access because I just couldn't wait. I wanted to play it. Yeah. <clears throat> the consensus is that if you like RPGs, especially Bethesda-style RPGs and looter games, you'll love it. It mm. has super deep RPG components to it where you can basically literally not even joke, play whatever type of character you want. You do not have to shoot people. You do not have to do the main story. You can be whatever you want. You can turn your ship that you get into a freighter, haul cargo from planet to planet, talk with people, and be set up with like a merchant's guild in the game. You can mm-hmm. set up outposts on planet that link to each other to transfer items from one place to another, smuggle it onto another planet, and craft resources and sell it back to other people to make money. Yeah. I read a lot about people, like, they settled on a city, or on a planet, a city on a planet called Neon, and all they did was make a certain type of drug. To, and then they like build outposts with the money that they made to smuggle more contraband past certain things so that way they can make more. Mm. And they call themselves like the Walter White of that planet or whatever. Just because that's what they built up to do. Oh, fuck. <laughs> there is so much you can do with that game. Uh, this is, as they were saying, the least buggiest Bethesda game that they've ever put out. I've only experienced one problem, and it wasn't even a crash. Mm. Uh, I was loading up the the star map to check out something and it was just um like a darkish bluish black screen like it's mm. uh what would be the background for the star map and nothing was coming up or loading so i just had to like hard reset the game play it and that was it never experienced another bug no crashes no glitches no nothing has happened in the game so far yeah um some people experience like the occasional bug or crash on like certain things happening but nothing bad some people can force a crash too depending on what they do with the game like if there was a mod that like of course with any other bethesda games there are like the mod scene is huge someone made a mod to bypass the the boundaries for when you're walking but when you does that it basically overflows the memory and then crashes the game (laughs) so that's probably why they have those in place in the first place yeah um some detriments to the game like I'm kind of iffy on this one too. A lot of people are complaining about the abundance of load screens. Everywhere you go, everything you do is a load screen. You go in a building, you got to load for a second or two, you're in the building. You go out, same thing. Uh, you go into space, takes a second to load. It It shows an animation of the ship taking off, then it loads, and then you're in space. You go to a planet or a different solar system or a star system or whatever it is. So uh, It's a little animation, then another loading screen, and you do that. It takes, at most, five seconds. Mm. That is the longest that anything is at the load for me. 
It's not terrible, but it's constant. Right. It's more of an annoyance than anything else. I mean, it, it really kind of, like, takes you out of it for a minute and breaks it up, but it's not terrible. Yeah. I mean, if you're in it, you're in it. It's not a big deal. Right. It hasn't gotten too annoying to me yet. Um, What else? The inventory system. When I started it, super confusing. It's really clunky and weird, and despite being an RPG, it doesn't have a lot of information that you would really want or need or anything to, like specify stuff but once you understand what certain words or things mean or the acronyms that they have set for things or what the symbols mean because they don't even explain that either it's not like you can't press a button for help and say this is this this is that this is how this works you got to figure it out yeah but once you do it makes perfect sense it's a it's a little clunky because it's just a radial thing you pick your thing and then it's a list that's it and then you got to parse through the information from that list. Not terrible, but it's a little annoying. One of the... This I can't believe that they got away with. Well, they're not getting away with it, but they, they didn't do. There's no real local map. When you go to a planet and like you're in a city or you're trying to find something, you'll get an icon, but there's no topology, there's no directions, there's no building locations, there's no nothing. It's just like a blue dotted grid. And then the icons for different things, and that's it. Okay. So that sucks. No map. <laughs> Whereas Skyrim, fully detailed map, fully fleshed out, showed you everything, everything you need to know. And that's for the local one. When you yeah. get out to, like, Skyrim itself, I mean, it's just mountain ranges and stuff, but it, it was like an animated map. You can see where the trees were and where the tops of the mountains were and the fog rolling over the tops of them and stuff like that. Just doesn't have anything. <laughs> this next thing I don't want to complain about. But hang on, before I get to the big thing, because this this is just shit, because people are assholes and you're free to your own opinion and your own beliefs, but fuck you for infringing on other people. All right. Um The boundary thing that I mentioned, uh people were worried about that before early access people got to play like they were like oh shit there's boundaries that don't let you go past or anything it mm. takes you at least 15 to 20 minutes if not longer to walk in one direction to even hit that boundary <laughs> <laughs> so that's not a big deal it's not like you're going to be walking in that direction for a long time for any kind of quest or whatever that's just doing it because you can there's right. no reason to do so and even if you got to that boundary you can pick another point on the map to travel to basically but it's on the other side of that boundary, basically. And then it'll propagate something else for there on that side for you to do. So it's not like you're missing out on anything. It's basically seamless. You just have to sit through another load. Okay, so it's, be, so it's not really a boundary. boundary. It's just be like, say, hey, take a breather. We need to, we, uh, before we uh, kill your computer, <laughs> let us re, uh, resin new stuff. Basically, a little pop-up comes up on your screen that says something like, hey, maybe you need to fast travel back to your ship and pick somewhere else to land. Right. Like, that's not word for word, but that's essentially what the gist of what the message says. Right. Um, the latest thing, and this isn't this isn't a detriment to the game, but this is more a lot of the vocal minority of people playing the game or wanting to make a show of it have been doing or making rounds. And that is, once you get through the character creator, which that itself 
<laughs> a little side note is super short. Mm-hmm. You start the game as like a mining person. They mm-hmm. show you how to like look around and do things, pick up the mining thing. Uh, and then you have to like go into there. You're basically the canary in the coal mine and testing things for people. So that mm-hmm. way they don't die. So they send you in, you do something, you get knocked out, you come back to, you make your character. At the end of making the character screen, you name your character, and then you can pick your pronouns, should you choose so. Where do you think the hang-up is? I don't see a hang-up. I don't know what the problem is. Apparently, it's too difficult for people to just ignore the whole pronoun thing or pick what their preference is. Instead, they make it a whole shit and shebang about having to pick your pronouns and being pissed off about it. Like, just lately, there was a dude complaining, saying, why are we stuck in current times when this is a future space game? Why are we hung up on pronouns and shit? Talk Like, complaining about California, like, saying that they're pushing their beliefs. But this is a company that comes out of fucking Maryland. That's where they got the name. <laughs> it's not a California company. Uh, but he's, just, he's bitching and complaining about that, and then people, like complaining about that they have they feel like they have to pick these pronouns or saying that they're injecting liberal beliefs into the game because the pronouns exist it's just another option for you to be immersed there's also traits in the game that you do not have to pick to flesh out your character those are completely optional you can pick nothing and just set your background for what type of character you want to be and go through the game like that it's a completely optional thing that you can ignore entirely and it won't change and nobody in the game even recognizes it or says anything about it. They do not give a shit if you're a guy or girl. They don't say, hey, dude, or hey, lady. They just look at you and say, I need you to do this. Or have you been here before? That's it. <laughs> People bitching the bitch, basically. Yeah. Because they, because apparently, who, I'm guaranteeing whoever whoever's doing that bitching has never watched Star Wars or Star Trek. Or any anything from the sci-fi or fantasy genre. Hey, the dude I mentioned played Hogwarts Legacy. And he told people to stop bitching about J.K. Rowling and just enjoy the game. But then he gets hung up on the pronouns about this. <laughs> Talk about hypocrisy. Yeah, basically. That, that's, the, that's the very definition of he's doing it for the clicks. Yeah. It's a decision that they made. <laughs> Let it go. If it's not, Besides, for- go ahead. No, like you said, it's optional. It's not forcing you to pick. And like I was literally about to say, it's an RPG. RPG stands for role-playing game. You make the character how you want. Right. You don't have to put so much emphasis on these things. I think people need to get over themselves. Just shut the fuck up and play the game. You don't like it, don't pay attention to it. It has no bearing on the game whatsoever. It does not affect anything when you play the game. Except his pure little feelings. <laughs> uh, some people are just ridiculous. Basically. Anyway. Fuck I give the game... Yeah, no, thank you. I give the game a solid 8.5 out of 10. I don't do reviews. I don't care. I like playing games. But if I had to put a number on it, it's a solid 8.5. It is, like I told you, it is a Bethesda-ass Bethesda game. (laughs) It is a very fun, immersive RPG that you can get lost in and explore for hours and literally to this point because they've upgraded their systems and added a lot to this compared to like Skyrim and Oblivion 
and even Fallout 4. Like, mm-hmm. they, they kind of built it off the back of Fallout 4's, like, outpost system that they had mm-hmm. and how some of the, the gameplay felt. <clears throat> they really put a lot more into this. Uh, the facial animations when people talk to you, like, you can see where a lot more effort was put into them, where it's, like, the NPCs that are your companions or specific quest givers and stuff, fully animated, look great. They are expressive as hell. They have their own beliefs, likes, dislikes, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, side quests and stuff that you would do in the game, people you talk to, not to that same level as your companions and stuff, but look really good. Mm-hmm. NPCs that you walk by that are like auto-generated and stuff, most of the time they look bug-eyed and creepy, mm-hmm. but there's still a, a level of detail there. Right. Um, where do I want to go from there? <laughs> the... Uh, this game, oh my god, this game is huge. Like, just in choices and the way that you can play the game alone, it is massive. Uh, like I said, it's it's a slow start. The introductory quest is really lame to get you to the character creator, but it has to be really generic and whatever to get you into, like, the main thrust of the story. Mm-hmm. And getting through that and the systems and actually figuring it all out it was tough. Like mm-hmm. when I played it, I was like, I, I, with how excited I was, I was kind of expecting more. And I was like, something's missing. Something's not working right. And this was like right. the first night Then I came back to it the next day. And I'm like, Oh no, this is fun. It started clicking. Everything started making sense. And I'm like, okay, this is great. The, the gunplay itself is like super snappy and responsive. It feels good. Mm-hmm the way you can traverse and do things. There's even a cover system in this game now that was not in any of the other ones either. Right. The main quest is super interesting and I'm not going to spoil it or anything like that, but I will say this is the one and only game that I know of from Bethesda where new game plus is not just, Hey, you're playing the game again, keeping your stats. There's more to the game after you beat the game and change it over. Yeah. The game is not done just because you beat the game once. The game continues on New Game Plus. And without spoiling it, if you do New Game Plus 2, it keeps going. Mm-hmm. There are people who have done New Game Plus up to 5, and it's still not done. Oh, fuck. Shit, is, shit, shit changes in the game. <laughs> and it fits thematically with like the main story. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And that kind of like spurred a thing where like people were saying, because of this, should you like just rush through the main story just to get to these points? And like, I think the consensus is no. Spend your first playthrough exploring, doing all the side quests, experiencing all these things. Experience all this shit once. Then do New Game Plus. Make different choices. Make different experiences. Play a whole entire different character. Because like I said earlier, you can make any kind of build that you want and do whatever kind of role that you want in the game. Right. But the fact that when you get to that point where you want to start the game over, that it continues is like the biggest thing for me right now. Mm-hmm. Cause I just want to see what that means and where it's going with it. Cause essentially it, mean, it means it's a whole new game. Yeah. The fact that I still can't get over that. The fact that you beat the game does not mean that it's beaten. Right. 
you st- you the sucky thing is that you lose your money, your ships, your weapons, and all that stuff. I think, mm-hmm. or no, maybe you keep your weapons. You keep your stats. Oh, what is it? You keep your skills, your level, and something else, and then you lose everything else from there. But you get new dialogue options. You get extra stuff from that. You get new experiences. And you can create a new character. But you maintain a lot of that stuff. Yep. This is a super deep, super massive RPG. And this is why I want to keep playing it. (laughs) It is so good. On a video game scale, it is a solid 8.5. Just because it's... It, you can see some of the cracks when you're playing the game and whatnot, and it's not it's not seamless. It's not the best in all the aspects of whatever, but it is excellent. Mm. It is so worth the time. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're getting your money's worth. I will get off my soapbox now. That's the point of this. We're not... If people are playing games for any other reason besides what you're doing right now, why are you playing? I don't know how I didn't cover this. Hang on. Do you want me to tell you some more experiences from the game? Sure. Because I have it on here, and I I completely went over. I didn't even mention any of this stuff. So just like flying in space, I was hailed by somebody who asked me for my ship's extended warranty if I wanted to renew it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Not a joke. Um, A school class, like a a class from school was on a trip to like some other planet to learn about whatever. Mm-hmm. And their grab drive had a problem. So they needed some ship parts to fix it. These are all random too. this is not side quest stuff or nothing. This just happens in space. And it, it, like, a, there's a bunch of the shit that goes on. Uh, there was a couple that was like, they were trying to find some city or some planet. I, I missed what they were saying, but they were arguing and you can hear them over the comm. So then they end up hailing you and asking you for directions. So then you can say, husband's right or the wife's right. Or you can say, I don't want any part of this. Yeah. And like they'll react to whichever choice you pick and then they'll <laughs> go off. While I was fighting some pirates on a base, I found a secret note that led me to a side quest called the Lair of the Mantis. Hmm. Come to find out, this whole this whole thing was infiltrating a a trap-filled base that was connected to a cave. But this entire thing, learning the backstory of this, was an homage to Batman. Because <laughs> you learned through like context clues and audio messages that this person, instead of the parents being murdered, the mom set the kid up. She trained him since he was a kid to like do martial arts and like know how to put like do traps and make things and whatnot. And that the idea was like he would find the stuff and get through it so that way he can take on the mantle of the mantis yeah. and he would get like the suit and the ship and everything so once you get through it you got the superhero suit for it you got the new class c ship which is classy is like one of the best types of ships and you take off from the cave where all like the batman stuff would be in that cave yeah <laughs> that was super cool the faction quest like in all uh, the um, Bethesda games, there's always like factions that do different things and whatnot. You can join all of those, like Thieves Guild or the Dark Brotherhood and Skyrim and stuff like that. There's a handful in this. There's 
like there's the main two that you'll usually hear is like the U the UC what is it the UC corpse or something like that or the um the fuck me the Free Star Collective mm-hmm. which one is like the the space cops and then the other one is like the marshals or sheriffs who are like let us live and be by ourselves and the other ones are like more about order mm-hmm. um besides them you can work for like an undercover agency and infiltrate the the space pirates and learn about them so that way you can take them down from the inside you can join the space pirates if you want and just be a pirate and take over other people's ships and steal their shit or blow them up <laughs> you can be a bounty hunter and just kill everybody if you really want to too Like I said, man, there's so much. <laughs> it is so cool. The excitement on your face. <laughs> I love it. Pre- uh, open his presents <laughs> on Christmas. It is so good. I don't like talking very much, but I, I can't say enough about this game. <laughs> it is so good. You don't like talking much, but we have a podcast. Yeah, well, I like to talk about <laughs> things I like, if you can't tell. No, but I'm glad. I'm glad it's doing well. Um, Do you have any questions about it that I can answer? I'd be happy to. I think I'm <laughs> overloaded at this point. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fair. I know I that was a lot. I think the only way you could overload me anymore is going over Destiny lore at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot too. Oh Jesus Christ! Especially how things in Destiny right now are linking back to old lore cards and like the beginning of D two or even D one some in some instances. Yeah, Fuck deep cuts. Uh huh. <laughs> I need to take like a, a big deep breath and just chill for a minute. <laughs> Try to see if we got anything else. I think we got everything. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice bookend. Starfield so- dump. Yeah. Now, where can everybody find us? You tell me. I need a break. <laughs> yeah. Well, they can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or X, whatever the hell you want to call it. Twitter. Never calling it X. <laughs> Basically, all the socials. We're on YouTube. I can't put that. <laughs> Got a problem with YouTube? No. Okay. <laughs> And wherever you can listen to podcasts. Yeah. I got nothing else to add. Leave a like, comment, and subscribe. Now that's for YouTube. (laughs) I guess we should start saying that since we're on YouTube now, yeah. Apparently. So do it. You know you want to. (laughs) Smash that like button. Ding that bell. (laughs) All the shit they say at the end of their videos. Oh, Jesus. Love right, you guys. I'm, I'm, assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming this means we're done. Yes. All right. So, oh, yeah. Night, everybody. Right. Okay. Time to go play some Destiny before bed. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.